When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. From Pod World Headquarters, this is the Carolina Insider, presented by Crumley Roberts. Visit CrumleyRoberts.com today to find out how they can stand up for you. We're back. Time for another edition of the Carolina Insider. Jones and Adam here with you. And for the second time in as many pods, we have an emergency pod as Adam just mere minutes ago. It was announced that Hubert Davis would be the next head coach of Carolina basketball. By the way, just a quick reminder that we're brought to you by Crumley Roberts. Visit CrumleyRoberts.com. Uh, Find out how they can stand up for you. And so, Adam, Hubert Davis named as Carolina's next head basketball coach. This is how we're going to approach this. Adam and I will have a quick podcast today, just some initial thoughts. Adam is, is joining via Zoom for this. And then tomorrow – We'll have a much more extensive podcast with audio, hopefully some interviews, et cetera, um, discussing Hubert's hire and uh, everything moving forward. But, Adam, big news, obviously, for the Tar Heels. And I think, in total, probably the expected move. If you have, if you had to make the choice right when you heard that Roy Williams was, was retiring, I think probably Hubert Davis's name was the first one that comes to your mind, former player at Carolina under Dean Smith, uh, coach with Coach Williams for for nearly a decade, played for a long time, more than a decade in the NBA, and felt like someone that that was positioned to take this step. It's funny if you think back to when Coach Davis joined the staff. Remember how surprised everybody was. People knew Roy Williams had an opening on his staff, but no one ever really pondered the idea of Hubert Davis because he had a great job at ESPN and no one had any clue that he was interested. Roy Williams didn't bring him to Carolina for no reason. And Coach Williams said at that time that Hubert Davis was somebody he had been thinking about for three or four years. So it had always been on his mind. And it feels like 
Coach Williams always envisioned it going down this path, and now it has. You know, Adam, I don't think we, we talked on Thursday that you know, there was going to have to be, no matter who the coach was, there was going to have to be that understanding, at a minimum, the understanding and kind of respect of the Carolina basketball family. I, I think it's pretty evident with this hire that that was a a very important piece of this um, to to making this hire. Of course, um, you know Hubert Davis has has not been a head coach before. Um, not that that excludes you from getting the job, obviously. But but I think it was clear that that was an enormous part of this. Not the only reason, but an enormous part of this was Hubert Davis's understanding of what makes Carolina basketball Carolina basketball. I want to I want to read you a text from Marcus Page. Oh. Since I feel like he's more qualified than me to speak on uh, Carolina basketball. I'm confident that he is more qualified than you. So Marcus says there seriously cannot be a better guy in terms of representing what we value in Carolina basketball than Hubert Davis. We differentiate ourselves in the way that we care about every aspect of our program and upholding the Carolina family as something sacred. And coach Davis wears his love for coach Smith, Roy Williams and UNC basketball on his sleeve. Okay. Well, that's a pretty solid endorsement, Marcus Page, uh, a guy who you feel like probably knows as much about the Carolina family as anybody who's played in the Roy Williams era and understands it as well as anyone who's played in the Carolina, in the Roy Williams era. So I, I think that's a great endorsement. I think I all, when, whenever I think of Hubert Davis, one of the first couple things I think of is, uh, the night that you and Dick Grubar were hosting the naming of the Smith Center floor for Roy Williams. And Coach Williams and Coach Davis couldn't look at each other when they were talking about Coach Smith and how much Carolina basketball meant because they knew that they both would break down if they looked at each other because they knew how the other one felt. I, I also always think of with Hubert Davis, who was the one person who wore the Dean Smith lapel pin longer than anyone else it was hubert davis and and he is carolina and carolina is him and as you said that doesn't get you a single point in a basketball game not in chapel hill and in the smith center and with that network of carolina basketball he doesn't have to be caught up on any of that and and that's a big step ahead Reminder that we're brought to you in part by UNC Health, dedicated to caring for champions of all kinds and to help keep you in the game and at your very best. You can see their lineup at unchealthcare.org slash sports. And also brought to you by the Independent Insurance Agents of North Carolina. And they want you to stay safe behind the wheel. Put down your phone while driving. Let's have a hands-free in seat. To learn more, visit trustedchoice.com and find an agent near you. Adam, I do think that's important to bring up it is, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure maybe, maybe one exists somewhere. I have not seen one negative reaction, negative word from a Tar Heel player who has a relationship with Hubert Davis or maybe who even doesn't have a big-time relationship with Hubert Davis if their paths haven't crossed maybe as frequently as others. It, it is every single Tar Heel 
who has some kind of relationship with him seems extraordinarily positive and excited about this move. Well, it's interesting because it bridges a couple eras. Obviously, the Coach Williams crowd is going to be happy because they all know and have interacted with Hubert Davis very regularly. Uh, Kenny Williams, Luke May, Cam Johnson, those are some of the players who were closest to him as an assistant coach. But I think there's also an era of Carolina basketball that sometimes feels left out, I guess. Um, that, that late Coach Smith era, I think sometimes feels there's there's not enough Coach Smith and there's too much Coach Williams. Well, he Hubert Davis is the Coach Smith era. He was teammates with those players. Uh, he has known those players for, for most of his life ever since Coach Smith told him he should probably go somewhere else if he wanted to play. And Hubert Davis said, well, just give me a shot. And it worked out pretty well for all parties involved. I think it's important that, that Coach Davis is able to bridge that gap. You're, you've had your Coach Smith era. You've had your Coach Williams era. The Hubert Davis era has got the chance to, to bridge both of those and bring them together. Adam, I do think, of, of course, there are relevant questions about the, the basketball side of things, and, and I think we'll get some of those answers probably you know, Tuesday when there's a, a formal press conference, and uh, I'm guessing Hubert will be asked about some of those type of things and um, how he approaches the, the game itself. And I do think it's important – to stay true to some of the core aspects of what Carolina is about. But I think also it, it is important to, to make sure that you're not closed-minded to the point that that's all you're doing, that, that you are willing and open. I, I'm going to use this word, I don't know if it's the right word, to modernize a little bit of what you're doing. But I think that will be important for Hubert to, to find that balance because obviously what Carolina does works and has worked for a long time. But also, you have to be flexible as, as the game continues to change. Well, and I think in the interim between now and tomorrow, when we get to hear from Hubert Davis firsthand, really suggest people go back and listen to that June 1st, 2017 Carolina Insider pod when Coach Davis was on with us because he talks about some of this. He talks about how he was looking forward to trying to match up zone with the JV team because Oregon had played it really well in the Final Four against Carolina, and he thought he might just like to try that. That's an important thing to have done. Probably better to have worked it out before you become the head coach at Carolina, which he has done. But you also got to remember he's played for Pat Riley. He's played for Don Nelson. He played a dozen years in the NBA and has been exposed to things other than Dean Smith, Roy Williams. He also, when he was at ESPN, was able to go around the country and meet with all kinds of other coaches and sit in on practices and talk to them about what worked and what didn't. I think that's going to be an important part of, of the Hubert Davis story. But I also think don't, don't overlook the, the X's and O's that he's been a part of at Carolina. Most everyone who has been a part of, of his scouting reports say they're the best that they've ever seen. He speaks without notes. He has detailed evaluations and, and tendencies of every single player on the opposing roster. Um, and, and that's unusual. When he spoke at the, when the floor was named, he spoke without notes yeah. and it was unbelievable. Um, and so I, I think that's going to be important when you look at the 2017 run to the championship, it was Hubert Davis who had the scout on Kentucky. And after Malik Monk. Yeah. Uh, See, Adam, Carolina, we can all grow and change. That's right. 
<laughs> if they can change, <laughs> I can change. Um, after Malik, my man Malik, torched Carolina for 47 in Las Vegas, it was Hubert Davis who really wanted Kentucky again. And he spent the days leading up to that rematch with Kentucky basically challenging Carolina's players and saying, you let this guy score 47 points and he didn't get a single rebound and he didn't draw, he didn't commit a single foul. So you let him score 47 and he took the night off on defense. And he, and he told them that should never happen against North Carolina. And that was an important part of that story. Carolina played much better against him and of course won the game and the title. Hubert Davis has also talked to us about uh, the meeting he had with Luke May before Carolina left for Memphis when Luke May hadn't really been the Luke May we think of now uh, prior to, to the Sweet 16 game and then the regional final. And Coach Davis sat him down and said, you just need to be the guy that I know you can be that I see every day in practice and stop trying to impress Roy Williams, basically. Stop trying to do exactly what he wants you to do and just be the player that he knows you are. And that turned out to be pretty good advice because Luke May had a pretty good weekend and a pretty good Carolina career from that point forward. So I think tactically, maybe he's a little underrated. And I, I do think he has a way of connecting with players that enables them to, to get a little bit closer to their potential. Two things, two more things here quickly for me. I, I think he gets undersold as a competitor because I do think you have seen a pretty stoic Hubert Davis on the Carolina bench during his tenure as an assistant coach. Obviously, that will have the opportunity to be different when you move over into the head chair. And I think it would be a mistake to assume that Hubert Davis is kind of this placid, low-key, whatever happens on the court happens kind of guy. I, I, I think you will see a more fiery competitor. And then secondly, you mentioned ESPN – and Adam, I do think, and we, we've seen another example of this, of course, with, with Mac Brown, not just the relationship with the people there, but the experience in being on the air. I, I think Hubert Davis is going to be incredible in that regard as far as when he is speaking about, I mean, he, this press conference tomorrow, he's going to crush it. Because he's going to talk about how much he loves Carolina and what an impactful day this is for him. He's so good in those type of scenarios. I think that's an enormous plus for him for the program is that he is so comfortable and good at things like that. And he knows how to say it in a condensed amount of time because that's what you have to do on ESPN. They give you 30 seconds and you go. And you've got three minutes worth of stuff to say but you fit it into 30 seconds and he's going to be great at that. Absolutely. No doubt. We're going to go on a two press conference streak of the subject of the press conference, tearing up while oh, talking about no Carolina doubt. book it right now. I'm not sure we've ever had a two press conference streak like that because that's how important it is to Hubert Davis. It's not an act, but I, I do think you're completely right that he gets undersold as a competitor and Jones Hot breaking news Whoa. from Marcus Page. Whoa. He just said is Marcus Page just the third co-host of this podcast? We'd get better yes. numbers. And he, he said one thing that I want to make sure people understand. He just sent this just now. He obviously is listening in. Marcus, is that you over there in the corner? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh, 
Hubert Davis is an extremely nice guy and he's always smiling and all that, but he is extremely competitive. He is one of those hates losing guys. And I think that just goes to what you said that people see smiling, nice Hubert and he is smiling, nice Hubert, but he also played a dozen years in the NBA and you don't play a dozen years in the NBA if you're just happy to be there because there's a million other guys trying to take your job and you have to be able to produce. And he did at the absolute highest level for a far longer than average time. I do think, Adam, you also have the chance. I mean, Huber Davis is, what, 50, 51? I mean, right in that range. If you get this right, you've gotten this right for a long time. And I think, I mean, obviously we hope it's right and we believe it's right and we we hope that Hubert does a great job. But, I mean, I think that's another plus here is that if you got it right, you have a chance that, that you're pretty good here for, for 20 years or so. Well, and imagine how long it seems like Roy Williams was here. He was here 18 years. Right. You've got a chance Hubert Davis will be here longer than that. Um, so, I'm... Yes, I think that's a bonus. Uh, you're you're hiring someone who can create his own legacy, have his own era, and make that a part of the overall Carolina basketball story. Uh, just, I will be interested, Adam, to see staff-wise uh, what happens moving forward. And certainly, we don't want to speculate on any of that. But there, there's at least one spot open there uh, on the staff because Hubert Davis is is moving over, and so I I think that is also just part of the you know. We don't know what Hubert Davis is like as a head coach because we don't have any background to to look back on and see. And so I, I will be interested to see how he manages just all of that stuff that, that a head coach deals with that, that nobody else does. And so obviously we'll, we'll all learn that together here over the next few months. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how there's no guarantee that he's going to see his staff being structured exactly the way that Roy Williams structured his. Um, we don't know. We, we've talked about this recently with Jerry Stackhouse, who had a much more NBA-type setup. It's conceivable that Hubert Davis could see his staff as kind of a hybrid between that type of staff and the traditional, what I would say, more like a Roy Williams type of staff. Um, and so the Hubert Davis staff might have more spots. It might have different guys doing different things. Uh, and I think that's that's certainly something I'm sure he talked about during his interview and has given a lot of thought about as to how he wants to use that personnel uh, to get what he feels is the best out of the program. Quick reminder, we're brought to you in part by LS Tractor. Visit LSTractorUSA.com to see the difference. LS Tractor, what's it about for you? And also, of course, the Pinehurst Resort. There's never been more to discover at the cradle of American golf than right now. Go to Pinehurst.com and plan your visit. So, we will have, again, tomorrow we'll have another podcast. Uh, Adam and I will have had a chance to digest things a little bit more. We'll have had the press conference with Hubert Davis being formally announced. Uh, we hope to have uh, some guests, wink, wink, with you as well. So uh, we hope to make all of that happen. Um, but, Adam, before we go today, final thoughts, any other thoughts before we get out of here, just initial reactions on the big news today? What an exciting day for Hubert Davis. I mean, man, I, I remember chasing him around the Smith Center trying to get his autograph. when he That was, was two uh, days ago. That was two days ago that Adam was right. doing that. That was actually <laughs> a little earlier. Um, I mean, he, he was the guy 
who modeled the Julian Argyles. When when they debuted the the new uniforms, that was Hubert Davis's senior year. So as the the designated senior, he was the guy who came out and met the media wearing the Argyles. I mean, what a what a long, strange trip it's been, Jones, to, to get to this point where now that that lanky senior sharpshooter is the head coach of the Tar Heels, but you, you can't have a better pedigree. And I think we should mention the first black head coach oh, in absolutely. the University of North Carolina basketball. That's something that you feel pretty sure was important to Roy Williams. That's something that you feel like knowing Dean Smith's history, you feel like would be important to Dean Smith. It's a step. And it's not the most it's not the most important reason that Hubert Davis is the head coach because he's he's earned it in many other ways. But it is a, a part of this story. It's a part of the Hubert Davis story. And now it's a part of the Carolina basketball story. Adam, I do have one piece of really bad news, and that's we don't have a see you later. Big grits from Hubert Davis yet. It, when he had his initial interview, it was just before the see you later. Big grits became commonplace. I'm surprised that that didn't disqualify him yeah. from consideration for this job. Yeah, I am too. I'm pretty surprised. But uh, should we let uh, maybe one more Coach Williams? I think that's fair. That's acceptable? Yeah. Okay. All right. We've got, we've got Walter Davis, don't we? We do have Walter Davis. Let's have both Walter Davis, of course, Hubert's uncle, and Coach Williams do it, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe in the future – We'll have actual Hubert Davis. That's right. So for now, obviously, we're going to let Walter Davis, Roy Williams, and the RZA get us out here. Again, we'll be back tomorrow with more, but uh, we're going to get out of here on the latest edition of the Carolina Insider. I'm Walter Davis, and I'll see you later, Big Grits. We're signing off right here, and we want to say see you later, Big Grits. Oh, my gosh, Big Grits. I can't wait to see you face-to-face. <laughs> when I was small, we had nothing at all. We used to eat grits for dinner. Box of sugar in a stick of margin. A hot pot of grits kept my family from starving. Steamy hot meal served less than five minutes. Big silver pot boiling water, salt in it. House full of brothers and sisters, the pot's missing. Pilgrim on a box on the stove in the kitchen. When I was small, we had nothing at all. We used to eat. See you later, Big Grit. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Tar Heel Sports Network, brought to you by Crumley Roberts. Visit CrumleyRoberts.com today to find out how they can stand up for you.